0: Welcome to the Sinisters Podcast, where we talk all things cinema. I'm your host, Grant Galvin, joined by Luis Juarez and Ben Posell. Alright, for this week, we will be talking about the movie of the week, Isle of Dogs. Then we'll move on to trailer trash and finish up with a general discussion about Black Panther. And of course, we'll, we'll also have coming soon. Movie of the week, Isle of, Do- Isle of Dogs, directed by Wes Anderson. And
1: starring everybody, be basically everybody. <laughs>
0: yeah, like I think Brian Cranston, Scarlett Johansson,
1: was Edward Norton, Edward Norton, was Ryan Reynolds one of the dogs? Right, no,
0: uh,
1: no, I, no, I don't think
2: so. Ryan Reynolds would be spot, no, he's uh, not, but like, yeah, if Ryan Reynolds were a dog, he no, would be he, spot. He
0: kind of sounded like that one that was uh, always did, like, you know, the all those in favor say aye, like that guy.
2: That's Edward
1: Norton. Is that really? That was Edward Norton's character. Yeah.
2: That uh, one was Sport. Or no.
1: Uh, uh, no, no, Sport was the th- was the dog that they thought. <laughs> hey, hey,
2: hey, hey, hey. Hey, no spoilers. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. Anyway, Isle of Dogs. What would you guys think? I mean,
0: um the animation's beautiful. I'll say that right out the gate. The animation <laughs> is I thought it was beautiful, at least. I thought it was great. I mean, yeah. stop-motion
2: films are not Is easy. it technically
1: animation, even though? Yeah,
2: stop-motion yeah. animation. It's like old animation okay. before computers so, were
1: a thing. Okay, so it te- so technically is a, a type of animation? When I was yep. looking up
2: stop-motion movies, like other examples, the yeah. Lego movie showed up, which okay. is obviously I, animation. I, I,
1: I, was okay.
0: say, oops. <laughs> I was about to say, I thought that, that was like pure animation and not stop-motion.
2: I thought motion, so, too. But
1: what that uh, Lego movie. Lego, oh, yeah. oh okay okay anyways also, back to... also
0: stop motion uh kubo and the two strings one of my favorite movies yeah I, yeah every year that came out i loved it
1: true true. anyways
0: yeah no animation was great the cast was solid um i thought the music was pretty good the music was also really good it's
1: a, it's a very japanese style of music i assume yeah
0: and also they had songs that kind of sounded like uh beatles songs In in between there somewhere.
2: Yeah, there were a few. Yeah, honestly, a lot of it was percussive, but some of it was also melodic. Yeah, yeah, melodic.
1: It's okay. So this movie, it's a very particular style. I don't think it. It's a Wes Anderson style. It's Wes Anderson. First off, Wes Anderson style is very, it's very specific. You know what I mean? You got, you got the whole symmetrical (laughs) shots. You got characters who are just like quirky in a way. You've got like storylines that like they're there. But like barely, you know, yeah. what I mean? Wes Anderson, Wes Anderson is more, he focuses a lot more like on characters rather than on story, kind of, mm-hmm. which I mean, you know what I mean? Like of that, the three f- films of his that I've seen, like there's a lot more focus on just like building characters and like, we kind of telling a story.
0: You probably should say this is the only Wes Anderson movie I've seen.
2: Same.
1: Um, yeah. Oh, okay. And I mean, the characters,
0: like the, the main characters, like the main mains, I thought were really good.
1: I suppose um, you know what's f- like funny yeah. kinda the main character of the movie, uh the little boy, you like. You basically never understand a word he says because he's he's speaking Japanese the yeah. entire time. Like if
0: if someone knew Japanese, they would one hundred percent know what he's saying. Yeah, but
2: assuming I, that he was actually speaking Japanese. No, he was. I'm pretty but sure. But like he real was. Japanese, like not.
1: Oh, not like what sounds Japanese. Yeah. Oh, I see what you mean.
2: Like he could no, be I feel, it. <laughs> no, I feel
1: no. i No, I'm pretty sure <laughs> I mean, if this is Wes Anderson, I'm pretty sure he would have. Yeah, he hired actual Japanese and had it translated. And plus, I mean, we're you not paying attention for the rest of the film almost. The entire film was in Japanese, mostly kind of. I mean,
2: <laughs> what's funny is
1: even the I mean, titles were in Japanese. Even the
2: titles were yeah. in Japanese, but unfortunately we were sitting really close to the screen. <laughs> and Wes Anderson likes to do this thing where he'll put it's kind of like a distraction like he'll put one thing on the left side, one yeah. thing on the right side, which nothing's wrong with that, right. especially if you're sitting further back. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure everyone behind us was loving it, but <laughs> My, i was just like <laughs> yeah you know, i, I lived right with my neck the entire I, time. I had to
2: move my head to see things which I has just, nothing like, to do with the movie but i mean right it, that's kind of
1: partially like we, our situation we should, that we were in
0: yeah and we should mention it because that could possibly influence how we feel about this definitely I did not care for this honestly
1: okay for the film or for the whole look to, having well, to look okay, left and right
0: that, like i got used to that After a little bit, I think at least. Yeah. Um. But just the just the movie, like Wes Anderson, definitely has a like a style all his own, and I get a lot of people like that. I just feel that it's pretentious as crap. Yeah. And it's completely unnecessary, and he should just. It's not unnecessary. It's It's
1: what makes him unique.
0: Well, But if you're being unique for the sake of being unique, then you're just being pretentious in my opinion at least
2: okay. i mean i sort of agree but i liked this movie a lot more than i thought i would
0: i mean i'm not saying i hated it like the, again like the cast was great i think the main characters were great uh the comedic beats i thought actually really
1: worked
2: yeah there were a few little you know funny parts i guess but i i did i liked it a lot you more know what kind of
1: annoyed me sometimes okay so you'd be in the middle of a scene And then it randomly just, like, go to a flashback to explain something. (laughs) The
2: flashbacks were
1: absurd. Yes. Okay, I think, again, that's a stylistic thing. That's a Wes Anderson thing. Like, you've seen his other films. You see, like, he'll just randomly cut to explain this long history of whatever.
2: So that you understand what's happening. It's stylistic, and I don't think there was anything wrong with that. It it definitely, (laughs) again, this has nothing to do with the film. (laughs) But this lady next to me kept commentating on the whole movie. Oh, my gosh.
1: (laughs) I could hear her. You
0: could, you know, you were sitting one row behind us. Yeah, and I could still hear that lady. Like every other time, like because Wes Anderson put a lot of dark stuff in here. Yeah, and anytime any of that brought up, got brought up, she would just be like, "Oh my!" And I'm like, "Lady," (laughs) I was trying to, I was censoring myself. But yes, but yeah, like (laughs) I mean, I I totally understand all my complaints are about his style, and I mean, being completely objective, this is a very very well made and well crafted movie that oh definitely if you like wes anderson you are probably gonna really like this
2: um but being that i've never seen a wes anderson movie before and this is kind of the first obviously yeah i i liked it
0: like i cannot say that this was a horrible movie or like very poorly made it's just subjectively speaking, it's not for me.
2: Let's talk about the stop motion because that's something you don't see in theaters very often.
0: No, and it mm. was it not was really, really I cool. I think the to last
1: see. major anime or stop motion film was Kubo and the Two Strings, I think. Yeah. Which everyone should watch. <laughs> the last
2: um stop motion movie I've seen. I had to look it up, and I can't Wallace even. Wallace and Gromit. Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. yeah, that's the last one I saw. I didn't and know that, was what as that a, is. As a little kid.
1: So do you, so. Are you saying that like stop motion? Are you? Are you like? Do you feel that it's going out of style? Not out of style. I Actually, guess I think in it's in a making way. a comeback.
2: If anything, it's making a comeback. But yeah, it's obviously so. a ton of work. I mean, yeah. why would you? Because you got to go
1: like frame by frame.
2: Why would you physically do that when you can do it on a computer in half the time?
1: True. I mean, or you could film it live it's action. For the lo-
0: for the love of the craft.
2: Exactly. And I, I think that's something to be noted and yeah. something to be praised. I will say, oh. I
0: said that sarcastically, but genuinely, if, like, and people who actually do go for stop motion and, like, make it work, I have so much respect for them because yeah. I, there's no way I could ever do that. I just don't have the
1: patience.
2: Same. That
1: was what th- going to say? Oh, okay. I was just going to say, like, like uh, sticking to the whole stop motion, like, discussion theme of this discussion um so i thought it was really funny like whenever the characters got in a brawl uh they'd go into like this giant like like cartoon like yeah cartoon thing and they would use actual like they use like cotton balls yeah i noticed that and like whenever a character like um like i noticed whenever they like like uh sigh or like really like sniffed out of their nose like they go like (sighs) or like (sighs) you know what i mean like really like and like forcefully or whatever you could like they'd be like um, a couple like strands of like cotton that would like yeah. come out of the
2: nose. It was very like the little smoke <laughs> implosions and stuff. Yeah. yeah, those are pretty funny.
1: Definitely. I,
0: yeah, and I think the stop motion actually works in this movie's favor more than anything. Definitely. Like, yeah, because you know you have to make these animals actually look like they're talking like they're talking and they exist without being like that one trailer that we saw beforehand oh oh
1: that's true i didn't even realize that i didn't even i didn't realize yeah the trailer that played before the movie which is about like some undercover dog yeah yeah like it just looks (laughs) like
0: crap yeah (laughs) definitely i don't remember what i do
1: you know what maybe yeah animation does do justice for films Which have talking animals. Because if you try to do it live action, most of the time, usually it's going to end up looking really dumb and it's going to look bad. It's going to look bad. And it just looks. It's. I don't know. It just doesn't look good. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Because you have. Like, the dog's face is all like still kind of, but then their mouth is just moving. So, like, you have you know, the emotion, like, in their mouth, but then the rest of their face is just, like... like not, Still. Still, you know what I mean? Because, yeah. you know, dogs can't act like humans can. <laughs> you know what I mean? They don't know how to act. Yeah. So I think that's, like, one of the pitfalls of, like, live-action movies that have talking animals so- is that, like... The, the acting is not as great as if you were in animation. Because in animation, you can control every aspect of the dog or of the animal. Cause you control the eyes and everything, unlike yeah. in live action.
0: Lesson of the day is basically, if you're going to do a talking dog movie, or talking animal movie, animate it. Because no one likes the live action talking dog True. movies.
1: Yeah, I can't think of anyone that I like.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I mean, if if like you watch a trailer and you're like, oh, this looks like a style that I, I can totally get into... Absolutely, watch it because you'll probably have a real good time with it. Yep. Um, I just like I don't care for the style. I don't really care for Wes Anderson's style of writing, but I also can't say that it's a horrible movie. Even though, definitely, personally, not. I don't.
1: It's like very it. mellow. Like yeah. you know what I mean. Like it's very chill. <laughs> they,
0: they very like they're very chill when they're referencing death.
1: Exactly. Which is like, yeah, I mean, I mean just the I whole just... movie is chill like just everything about it. I almost fell asleep towards the end if that doesn't tell you much
0: with, yeah, and I will say that mellow tone, I actually I actually did enjoy that part. But. Yeah,
1: I guess. It
2: was a little slow, but I really liked, again, the character development because that's something Wes Anderson focuses on. Yeah. Like, there's one dog in the movie that starts as one character but turns into to- something oh, yeah. totally yeah. different. Yeah. Or, I'm not going to spoil anything on and that, also, like, that, that regard. That
0: changes in just like through like how he acts. It's also like a very physical thing, but yeah, yeah I will a- say I, I thought that was a bit on the nose, but whatever. It,
1: yeah. it worked, it worked. <laughs> oh that's a nice little way to put it on the nose a because dogs have noses people well that and because the difference because, because humans the, have pe- noses people too? who watch
0: the movie will understand yeah the,
1: different, the difference the gotcha. difference in color no the noses the yes. color of the noses is what you're yeah. trying yeah. to get at yeah
0: anyway <laughs> final score everyone uh six out of ten like subjectively six out of ten okay um, objectively it'd be probably more like an eight and a half or nine
1: okay Uh, yeah, six I guess out of ten. Kinda, I almost fell asleep. (laughs) I honestly kind of found it boring after a while. Objectively and
2: subjectively, I give it a seven because both either way.
0: I mean, it's Mm -hmm. it's an incredibly well-made movie, and definitely. I I just I I wish I could have gotten into it.
2: Yeah, I mean, other people
1: love it. It's got an 8.3 on IMDb and a 92 on Rotten Tomatoes. So I'm glad it's doing. It has an audience. It's just not me.
0: I'm very glad it's doing well.
1: So let's go ahead and move on to
0: our trailer trash, because speaking, <laughs> speaking of the movie that we just saw, there were some trailers beforehand that I we thought were pretty interesting. Definitely. And we'll go ahead and start with um, Won't You Be My Neighbor, which is a documentary, I think. Yeah, it's a um, documentary, I about, think, yeah. About uh, Mr. Rogers, uh, the show, and also the guy behind the show.
1: I actually never watched, uh, I was about to say Roger Waters. I mean, uh, Mr. I, Rogers. I, neither have I. Uh, I've seen like some clips on YouTube and stuff, so I know kind of what the show is like. Even though I've never seen the show, if this, if this documentary does end up coming out, like, um, somewhere around here, I'm definitely going to go watch it. Same.
0: I think they said, I think it's getting a wide release in September, but I could be wrong about that. I mean, I'm going to be honest, I never saw the show, and yet just hearing these people, like, seeing, listening to the guy, the actor who played Mr. Rogers, hearing the people talk about him. Well, the dude's it, name it,
1: is actually Mr. Yeah. Rogers.
0: I mean, it get, it kind of got to me. I, like, just watching the trailer, yeah. I was like, I felt myself getting, like, a little, like, It was
2: emotional. emotional. Yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. I mean, Mr. Rogers' whole <laughs> mantra is, you know, spread like Love and yeah such a good news and like people on the trailer you know they have those quotes that they just put yeah. everywhere and i don't know who said it but someone said it's a great movie to have at such times as these
0: yeah it's like oh. a, a movie all about unity and a time that's very de- like a Movies. very divisive time
2: right right that's I mean, that's the one
0: I, I don't, like, I've never seen the show. I've, like, I don't have any connection to this. And I'm still, like, I need, like, I feel like I need to have see Have you ever this. heard of the show before? I've heard, I've of, the heard the of the show. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> I know what it is. <laughs> right, right. Mainly from Epic Rap Battles of History, but whatever. <laughs> epic <laughs> was, Rap Battles of History? Hey, that was oh a my great, God. that was a great one. I mean, yeah, it's, like i'm very interested in it and i might even look up a little bit of the show just because i'm um, i'm curious
1: if it comes out sometime during the school year we we could w- we should definitely do like an episode oh, about absolutely it we should like instead of doing a narrative film <coughs> yeah instead of talking about film. documentary film yeah, yeah.
0: see so, yeah, that that one very interesting and the next one um got a little bit of a mixed reception from not just us but also the theater um eighth grade and yeah, like, Ooh. I say that because you could actually tell everyone else was like, are you Are you kidding me? Like, are they really making a movie about this? Yeah. Really? I yeah. didn't hear anybody. Oh, no, I, I I could tell. Because I had the same reaction when I first saw the movie come up. It's essentially just about a girl who has a YouTube channel and is in eighth grade. <laughs> and
2: She's growing <laughs> up.
0: One of those kind of slice-of-life films. And I mean, I, I didn't think anything of it. I was like, all right, this is going to be hot garbage. And then I saw the writer-director is Bo Burnham, who is one of my favorite stand-up comedians. And after that, I was like, I'm sold on this. I'm watching it now.
1: Okay, that just goes to show that no matter the content of a film, some people would go watch a movie just for, like, who made it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, in this case, maybe you mean, <laughs> Yeah. I mean,
0: listen, I'd highly recommend listening to his stand-up, or, like, even, like, he, what he does with stand-up, he puts music in there, so I'd also recommend listening to his music. If it was anybody else, I probably wouldn't have too much confidence in this. I, I'm, pr- I'm real excited for this now, and also...
1: Looks kind of interesting.
0: Yeah, and also, apparently, it was getting some praise at Sundance, so... Even if you don't know about the guy who's making it, at least other people are saying it's pretty solid.
1: It looks like an indie film, so it might come out here. Maybe, maybe not. Um, When's it, the release date? It's in July, July twenty oh, okay. third. Oh, July thirteenth. I mean, hmm. July thirteenth cool. is when it comes out. It's, I mean, it's the trailer is kind of all right, I guess. It looks
0: very generic.
1: It does it very, it very it much? Almost does.
2: reminds me of. Do you remember the movie Seventeen again? With Zac Efron. Oh, it's, oh yeah, yeah.
1: Kinda, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I can it kinda might be see kinda that.
0: that. Yeah, but there's no mystical aspect to this one, at least. Yeah, this one's
1: just about a girl. It's... I think it's I think the film is supposed to be like an examination of like the the effects of social media on the younger generation. Because yeah. like if you notice at the end of the trailer, uh there's I think I'm guessing they're high schoolers. There's high schoolers who were asking this girl, they were like when did you get Snapchat? And she was fifth like, grade. fifth grade. Fifth grade. Yeah. And it just goes to show that like, you know, this this generation of, of, of the youth, they're... The youth. Whatever. Sorry, this is just the first thing that came to my mind. They're being... Technology is such a part of their lives. You know what I mean? Like, they never knew a time before like technology... Like, there was... An app or there is a device for everything you know what i mean I, I will say i enjoy how you're
0: saying they as if we're not a part of that group we, we kind of i mean i mean do you remember our our early
1: life? okay i say like up to when we were about seven or eight technology didn't really take over our lives
2: but do you like literally that's what defines millennials and that's what defines gen x which is after millennials thought right we were
1: gen z
0: we're not millennials but we are gen x or z I don't yeah.
2: know. whichever one it is yeah what defines that is if you can remember a time without technology.
0: I'm excited. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch it if it comes out near me. If not, I'll just buy it on iTunes. Uh, what about you guys excited? Not? Or... I'll watch
1: it if it comes out nearby. I'm, pro- I'm not
2: really excited about
1: it.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: just just right. watch Bo
0: Burnham. You'll change your mind. Okay. Uh, let's move on to... We're just going to have a general discussion about the most profitable movie so far in 2018... And the number 10 highest grossing movie of all all time time in the
1: world. Any
2: guesses? Black Panther. Yes.
1: (laughs) You said that like (laughs) they're going to be able to respond. Well, they could.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, from what I said, it's like no doubt it's going to be Black Panther.
1: Yeah, Uh, definitely.
0: (laughs) This came out, I think.
1: February 13th, I think is when.
0: I think like that was a week or two before we actually started recording. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So we never really missed it.
1: We didn't get to talk about it. On the uh, podcast, yet?
0: And now that it's so massive, I mean, we kind of have... I feel like we don't have to, but I really want to. Yeah.
2: I've seen it twice. The first time... Actually, both times in IMAX. First time, I had mixed feelings about it. I thought it was maybe a little... Came off too strong, like I was trying too hard. The second time, I enjoyed it a lot more.
1: Yeah. Mm. Okay, I see that.
0: Uh, The first time, I was very similar. Like, I was generally positive about it. Same. But there were parts of it that I was just like... I don't know how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. Watching it a second time, much better
2: experience. Same, same, same. Yeah, um, yeah,
1: yeah. first time I saw it, I really enjoyed it. Um, second time I saw it, liked it pretty well as well. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean,
0: <laughs> this is a very different kind of Marvel movie.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. The, the dude, uh, so the dude who directed it, so he directed it and he wrote Ryan it. Coogler. Ryan Kugler, yeah, I mean. yeah. So he's not a Marvel usual, right? And so so Marvel brought in an outsider, kind of, um, I guess you could say. And I mean, so in addition, Coogler, no. so in addition to bringing in uh, an outsider director this director himself brought in his own, like, crew to work on the film. Like, I think he brought in his own cinematographer and I think his own editor, I'm not sure. But basically, he brought in his own crew. And that's why, uh, like, some people are saying, like, Black Panther is such a different style of Marvel movie because it's not made by the usual in-house crew.
2: It's basically not a Marvel movie. It's kind of like Marvel contracted Ryan Coogler and his crew to make a movie. And on the topic of Ryan, he has a great track record with movies oh, yeah, he has
0: a creed creed which Fruit, was yeah. amazing yeah
2: and, and, fruitvale
1: station. and fruitvale station all yeah, three I of which so creed fruitvale station black panther all of them have um michael b jordan yeah yeah wow. he, he stars in the in creed and fruitvale station and I guess he kind of, st- he does star in Black Panther, but I mean, the main star is the, He's uh, kind of a, he, he is, is the kind other of guy. a
0: secondary protagonist, honestly.
1: Yeah. You, you, you're you going to you call him a protagonist in Black Panther?
0: I mean, like, okay, th- this is, this is why it's That's interesting That's an interesting, interesting to topic, yeah.
2: Because okay. <clears throat> the way he
0: went about what he was doing was wrong, but his yeah. overall kind of, his goal, goal was... Was a, justified.
1: Just, yes. And I, they say
2: that in the movie, like... Yeah. he ha, He's part of... He has our blood. Like, he should be able to fight yeah. for the but throne. But the way he
1: went about trying to fix that, he did it, like, like, in a... Yeah. Like, in a bad way, so to say.
2: So, I don't really think his intentions were good at any point. So, in that case, personally, I would call him an antagonist not a protagonist Well,
1: no
0: but i mean like lewis always likes to remind me the protagonist of a movie doesn't necessarily have to That's be me. somebody you yeah agree with or can relate to yeah and like in that kind of sense like he, at that point Michael it comes, e Jordan, b- becomes yeah, subjective <laughs> you know killmonger is basic is like he gets so much screen time and so much time dedicated to his background yeah. uh, his character that i think it is i think you could call him a not like a second protagonist.
2: Sure, and definitely. I mean,
0: also, he's more interesting than uh, T'Challa. Like, I mean, True. T'Challa's fine, and I actually, like by the end of it, I actually really did like his character. Mm. But in the beginning, he's boring. Which that was the thing that kind of turned me off in the beginning was that like the first thirty minutes don't really get into Killmonger all that much, and it's not until like it's not until thirty minutes that the plot actually really starts picking up. Which I did not care for, and it's not as bad as I say. Se- it's not as bad as I thought it was. Yeah, I like seeing it a second time, but still, a little, it's still pretty
1: noticeable. For
2: sure. Mm. I mean, the opening sequence is kind of weak in my opinion. Yeah. Um.
1: Which one? The one where they're in Oakland, that that opening sequence. No, that that no. one's
2: good. The one where they're like in so, there. Sh- <clears throat> you know, transportation thing. Oh, okay, thing, okay. Like, okay. So they're they like on the, the one plane one, and they have to, and they go down and they... The rescue mission the, or whatever. By
1: the way, are we gonna, are we gonna go into
0: spoilers or is it...
2: I mean, it's late enough that we can.
0: Yeah, all right. I mean, it, judging by the box office, you've seen
2: this. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't, go see it. Stop listening right now. Go yeah. see it and then come back.
1: Yeah. Or just I, listen anyways.
0: Opening was a little weak. Well, okay, the Oakland part was amazing. I thought and that was, was cool. Yeah, Yeah, when yeah they definitely. Cut, back to it like later on and they just That's keep really cool. going back to that one point i yeah. thought that was really cool yeah yeah not not even really cool it was just like really kind of impact like it, it made that that whole section a lot more impactful the jungles like whenever they're doing the whole attacking the transport and everything i thought mm-hmm. that was just
2: yeah it didn't it's seem seemed to make sense in the storyline <clears throat>
1: i think it will. i think well he was going to say okay i because... think the reason for that scene is to introduce Black Panther, you know what I mean? It's not necessarily to show to, or to be part of the the, the storyline, but rather it's like an introduction to show you what he can do and who the people around him are, you know what I mean? So you know that they, he has all this technology. I mean, like right off the bat, when he goes to that little table and there's like the sand materializes into the shape of like the little cars right. and he picks one up and he's able to take off the roof and identify the exact person he has to, to save, yeah. I think that scene... Which? It's not necessarily part of the plot. It, it's like it's meant to introduce all the aspects of the film, which is so it's so maybe it's not like exciting or interesting, yeah. but it is very practical.
0: Which also as a side note, um, the first time I saw this, <laughs> I kind of missed a little bit of the beginning. <clears throat> and so rewatching it and seeing that intro with like the whole sand and like the history of Wakanda. Yeah. That made the movie a little bit better. That made the movie yeah. better for me because I missed that and I got in on the part. With oh, the that. Movie. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. the
1: actual opening. Yeah. yeah, like the. So it goes like the the animated sequence, the Oakland part, right. and then the rescue. Yeah, I right. jumped in. Okay.
0: Like, like halfway through the Oakland part, so like I, I missed you a d- lot. Did you did you leave? Did you go somewhere? No, because it was I was getting snacks.
1: Oh, oh that's right. yeah. Oh, I. Think, and the line was I think ridiculous. I remember that. But, oh, that I mean, then yeah, that definitely affects. How you view the rest of the film if you miss yeah. the opening, that opening animation. But you got, when I was talking about, like, the sand materializing, I was talking no, about the what, rescue I, scene right now. I, I was, know what you were talking okay, about, yeah, I just I was, wanted to reference okay, that. Okay, I see. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I get you, I get you.
0: Yeah, the action, um, a bit too CGI-y in um, the third act.
2: cgi <laughs> <laughs> Too yeah. much CGI. Yeah, okay.
0: oh, 100%. Uh, I, I, I get it. Look, the, I, I don't get that. How? I mean okay, the te- the technology was really cool and everything like I really love the world of Wakanda but it just looked fake at times. Like the the rhinos running through and everyone just being tossed around it didn't look it didn't look real.
2: I disagree with that because I mean <laughs> Black Panther takes place in the future what do you know looks real and not real in the future?
0: I mean I know what a rhino looks like
2: <laughs> what if they evolve? <laughs> Hey man, it's. I mean, a okay, you're,
0: you're not entirely wrong. You vibranium does some weird crap, man.
1: Man, I don't know. You know what I didn't like about that last, uh, the last part, like the the final battle, the climax, the, the climax. Yeah, the climax. Um, how? So after, um, um, Killmonger, uh, Killmonger, the other guy, Black Panther, T'Challa. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess Black Panther because he was in the Black Panther suit. After he defeats, um, uh, T'Challa or not T'Challa? I mean Killmonger. Killmonger. Um, one thing I just don't like. I know this is kind of very nitpicky. But, like, it doesn't show you how the Mm. battle ends. It kind of just, like, it shows them, like, you know, what happened in the little, I guess, train part or whatever. Right. And then they go out to the top of the mountain. Because he wanted to see the sunset. Because he wanted to see the sunset before he dies. Spoiler. Well, we already said spoilers. Yeah, no, that's what his... um, And then, like...
0: That's what his dad said, wasn't it? True, true.
1: But, like, the whole battlefield that just happened, or the whole battle that just happened, like... I don't think it comes back. It cuts back to it. It's just like it just moves on. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I don't know. I, I know that's such a nitpicky thing, but like, no, does this does, does it's that like it just kind of sh- I don't know to me it just shows how like even like these grand battle sequences they almost mean nothing. It's like almost all for show. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, because
0: yeah. it, I agree. Like I don't think that's nitpicky at all because you know you want to see how that battle ends, even though you can kind of tell with how the sequence is going that you know T'Challa and his crew are gonna win. Yeah, I still would like to see that definitely when I, I just, no they, they did didn't they yeah because whenever um daniel kaluuya in the movie yeah, yeah, yeah but he, guy, the yeah uh, guy. the guy from get out no like he throws down his weapon and then all his people who were fighting for killmonger threw down their weapons yeah yeah but
1: that's before
0: yeah but that, but that's basically the end. oh of the, that is that is fight, yeah
1: true okay and, but, never mind what i was gonna get i at, take back all i said <laughs> it's been a while, yeah, it's been a while.
0: <laughs> what i was gonna what i was getting at is was that like you kind of want to see that stuff, but at the same time, it's for. The... There's not
1: much. Uh, it, it's, it's all for style. That, There's not yeah. much substance so behind it.
2: You don't have to see everything in the movie to make it. I understand. So, yeah. like, you can infer things, right? Yeah. And I hate when movies have to show you every little part of the story and leave nothing to your imagination. Which
0: I will say, at mm. times, this movie's a little guilty of. Like, I, I How? like one or, once or twice. Like, whenever they, I don't think uh... that's. Bad. Okay, what examples I mean, uh, are you going to give? Uh, Like whenever, like the intro again with Oakland and then they cut back to that. I mean, you can kind of infer what happened. You can kind of infer that, you know, he killed the- Oh, he when he
2: looks like, up at the hotel you're room. You're being when very he was- vague. Can you give so, more like, specific I, details? I know what he's talking about. Like, the, so the, when he's a kid, he's playing basketball, yeah. but then he looks up at the his apartment. And he just and sees, he, the, she ship, sees like, the Wakanda ship taking off. And then he runs up there, but then we don't see that. What happened yeah. until later well because we, we because
1: it's supposed to it's supposed to be in order to make like the reveal more impactful you save right, it but like, later yeah
0: but i mean you what you could have done instead like you know how they show they cut back to the dad actually putting the claws through the guy's chest instead of showing all that again you could have just shown michael b jordan like young young jordan uh just running up the stairs and seeing his dad with those claw marks in him
2: i like again but no that because later in the story, when he's um, in the water, you know, fighting for the king, yeah. that's when the dude—what wh- would you call him? The oh, Forrest Whitaker. the mediator, for, yeah. maybe. Force Whitaker. Sure. Forrest Whitaker's character. Yeah. Um, he's like. I feel bad. He, for he saying... didn't kill your father. I did, and yeah. then he kills him. And... Zuri is his name. Okay.
0: A, I feel bad for saying by their actors' names, but. I mean, it's just, like, Honest, yeah. all of the names are a bit hard for me to pronounce. Yeah,
1: for us white audiences. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: And, I mean, like, that, that that what I just said is very nitpicky. Yeah. So. That
2: kind of so, is. So, <laughs> to wrap it up, do you think this was worth being the 10th highest grossing movie ever?
0: Honestly, yeah. Uh,
1: yes, it is. There's a lot of appeal to it, because it's, like, it's not the first major black superhero ever. There was like Blade, Blade. and such, but like this it's such well done, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like it really it really brings in um like it incorporates a lot of like traditional African culture. Which I've seen like all these like Twitter threads and whatever explaining like ev- like the detail in the wardrobe and locations and such of like what all that means. So like I feel like that's a, that's like the major like appeal of the film, like the whole African American, the, the whole African culture aspect yeah. of it.
0: Absolutely, and
2: and for that reason, it's worth it in my well, opinion too. Yeah. It, it
0: is worth it for that culture, and also, it you know it it's one of the few movies that actually I think very um, deftly handles the whole um, my like the minority situation in. Uh, the US, around the world. Oh, yeah. Like, it doesn't go... It's not too uh, heavy-handed with it. But it definitely
2: uh, brings awareness, maybe. Yeah,
0: it's not so much saying, hey, this is wrong, this is wrong. It's just saying, And, like,
2: you're racist. Yeah, it's not saying
0: that. It's saying, hey, just... Just think about it.
2: Right. Definitely.
0: And
1: I think yeah. that's
2: a lot more... That's a good thing.
0: That's a lot more impactful, and I think that's one of the reasons why it's number 10. Um, all time,
1: in the whole world. In the whole world. That's crazy.
0: Do you think Infinity War is going to top it?
2: Nope.
1: I think so,
0: yeah. Honestly, probably.
2: I don't
1: want it. <clears throat> I don't Anyways, just everybody. to end the segment, I just want to point out that... Uh, so when we were looking at to see what position Black Panther was all time, I found out that the Minions movie is number 15.
0: Thank God it beat that. Yeah. That's crazy. So... There's that. Kids love Minions, man. All right, so we're just going to wrap this up with a little bit of uh, Coming Soon.
2: Only two movies. Yeah,
0: not a whole lot's coming out in between now and Infinity War because it's Infinity War. So, yeah, we got Rampage which is a dwayne johnson uh crap fest
1: which i'm going <laughs> to watch did you say crap fest
0: dude Everything watch the trailer is okay
1: bad. i understand that but don't just like don't just say it's a crap fest say it's a, okay watch it's a, like a trailer i know okay look okay,
0: what, oh, wait, watch a trailer and then realize it's a video game adaptation
1: okay look i'll admit maybe most likely it won't be a great film but don't bash it like that yet
2: we don't I mean, know
0: I love crab fests. All right, oh I, that's I why you went and saw
2: Pacific Rim, right? That's why
0: I saw Pacific Rim. Yeah. There you go. Oh my god. That's also why I own um, four out of the five Transformer movies. Oh god. I refuse to buy five. That's just, <laughs> even as a guilty pleasure, that's just
2: awful. Okay. Anyways, not talking. We also about have that. Beirut. Yes. It's a war movie.
1: It's not a war movie. It's a it's a spy movie, kinda.
0: Set in a war. It's
1: about no no no. It's about a CIA operative. Uh, who goes to to negotiate ne- negotiate for the life of a US diplomat?
2: Well, uh, you can wow. Okay. Oh, oh well, okay. I mean, I mean, I'll see it, but I guess
0: it's coming Oh wait, out. no,
1: hold on. I read this wrong. It says CIA operatives must send a former US diplomat to negotiate for the life of a friend he left behind. It sounds I like Red Scarlet. Okay, I read no, I'm I read, read Wait, it sounds <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like not right, it's That's Red Scarlet. not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I read I read the, it the description like wrong.
2: Okay. Yeah, hey, Bridget? it stars
1: uh, John Hamm, the guy from Baby Driver. So. Nice.
2: Good to see him again.
1: Yeah. Um, so far, the movie has a 4.8. Okay. So maybe it's not that great.
0: I mean, if you're going to see one of them, I'd say watch Rampage. Watch yeah. Rampage. Because even if it's going to be bad, it's going to be enjoyably bad. So that'll about wrap up this episode of the Sinisters Podcast. If you want to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, it's at Sinisters Podcast. Uh, C-I-N-E-S-T-E-R-S, podcast, spell podcast. Uh, We will have episodes up every Tuesday. So check us out there wherever you're listening to us. And um, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.